The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Patricia Raskin's Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of the host, guests, and callers. And now, here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome. Happy holidays to all of you. Welcome to Patricia Raskin Positive Living, um, right here on Voice America, America's Voice. Today, we are going to talk about relationships and how can you build lasting ones. Uh, for many of us, and I'm included in this, a lot of us have been through abandonment, we've been through loss. I think it happens to most of us somewhere in our lives. It's not an easy thing to deal with. Our guest author today is Michelle Skeen. She's the author of Love Me, Don't Leave Me, Overcoming Fear of Abandonment and Building Lasting, Loving Relationships. And so we're very excited to talk about this topic today, and I want to tell you a little bit about Michelle. Okay, Michelle is a therapist who lives and works in San Francisco. She's provided brief and long-term therapy for individuals and couples, utilizing schema, cognitive, and behavioral therapies to address interpersonal issues, weight management, anger, depression, anxiety, disabilities, and trauma. She's also author of The Critical Partner and co-author of Acceptance and Commitment Therapy for Interpersonal Problems. She hosts her own weekly radio show called Relationships 2.0 with Dr. Michelle Skeen on KCAA-AM. You can log on to Michelle Skeen, M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E, Skeen, S-K-E-E-N.com. Welcome, Michelle. Thank you for having me, Patricia. Yeah, excited to have you. All right, so one of the things that you have said in your book and in your work is that we all long for love and comfort and connection, but when a fear, and especially fear of abandonment, rears its ugly head, it keeps us from creating strong relationships and leads to behaviors that push people away instead of drawing them closer. Explain that to us. Well, we're protective by nature. I mean, we're, we're wired to survive. And if our past experiences were filled with experiences of abandonment or betrayal, then if we get the slightest whiff of that or we're even, or it could just be it, an interaction with another person could trigger it, um, depending upon how profound the fear is then we react to protect ourselves, and um, it makes sense. And I think one of the things that I tried to accomplish with this book is really help people shed this cloak of shame over, first of all, their, their fears and their beliefs, but also their behaviors around that because it all makes sense. 
And so we, it, it's just easier to move on and adopt helpful behaviors if we can accept that, yeah, maybe we've done some things that weren't so good, but it really was in an effort to protect ourselves, and it really was based upon experience, previous experiences that conditioned yeah, and, us. Well, and I think another thing that happens beside what you're saying, and you know, beside getting defensive or pushing away, is that we many times go into these relationships again. It's like you know, the alcoholic child who marries the alcoholic. Right. We've been in a family who abandons us or who gives us intermittent reinforcement. And who do we go after? The unavailable person who gives us intermittent reinforcement. And you know why? Because it's familiar. And we love familiar. Because familiar means that we know what to expect. Familiar means that we can predict. Familiar means in some way that in in this kind of you know perverse way that we end up having a little more control as opposed to um, you know being with someone who could be healthy for us but really quite different. Yeah, no, that's very true, and then and that can take years. And it, of course, if you can get therapy and help for it, it, it really makes a difference. <clears throat> but if you don't recognize it, it can take years to overcome that pattern. Yeah. Well, it's one of the reasons, absolutely, and, you know, we, we've, all, um, we've all experienced pain and then we've all created additional pain in response to that, um, yeah. and I think that's just the common human experience. Um, I, it's one of the reasons that the first step in the book is really this self-awareness, self-knowledge piece. And self-awareness can be very painful, and that can be the biggest step for people. I just got an email from a woman who said that she'd purchased the book and that she she was scared to start reading it because she didn't want to, you know, even though these experiences from her childhood were still with her and were still impacting her, she wasn't sure she really wanted to dig into that again, mm-hmm. you know. And I think that the the best way to um, for me to kind of motivate people and and drive them to embark on this journey of self discovery and self awareness is to let them know that our avoidance it really creates so much suffering. That, that our fear that by increasing our knowledge about ourselves that we might experience more emotional pain, it ends up not being true. It's the breakthrough. You know, yeah. it's the thing yeah. that makes that shift for us. Okay, that's, I get that so, now. That, that was in the past, but I keep yeah. bringing it to life. So by, what are the warning yeah. signs? What are some of those warning signs that you know, that the potential partner's not right or that you're going down the wrong path, Michelle? Yeah. Well, I have that, um, as I'm sure you've seen and read, that whole section in the book about recognizing triggers. And um, that's a really powerful connection to make. So behavioral triggers are going to be a little bit different for for everyone. Behavioral or situational triggers, but... Um, Give us an example of a, of a trigger. 
Okay, so a trigger might be um, if I have a fear of abandonment, then someone not responding quickly to either a telephone message, an email, or a text from me could trigger my fear of abandonment. Maybe they've decided they don't like me anymore. And remember, abandonment can look, um, you know, can be straight abandonment, physical abandonment, but it can be emotional abandonment. It can be financial abandonment. It can be rejection. Simply rejection can trigger that fear of abandonment. So it could be something as simple as that, is that I sent a text and and um, the individual I sent it to didn't respond as quickly as I needed them to respond, and that sent me into an absolute tailspin. Mm-hmm. It can feel in the moment, and, you know, I use this metaphor um, in the book, but since it's the holidays, it seems particularly relevant, but the snow globe, you know, it's like it's like a, when you shake a snow globe, um, you know, imagine your past painful experience is represented in that um, snow globe and that when you shake it and that snow begins swirling around inside that globe, that's, that's where you are again. That's where your emotional state is. That's where you're, you're making predictions based upon that past experience. And that could be an experience from 40 years ago, yeah. but it feels so fresh. And I, yeah, I can, I can relate to what you said, and I've done a lot of self-talk around this. You know, if to exactly what you said about you know you're waiting to hear from someone and they haven't called, yeah. and you know how I've turned that around, I say, well, you know what? Particularly if it's a new relationship, I'll mm-hmm. say something like, well, then it's not worth it. If they gave me their word they're going to call and they don't, then that's their loss. And I really believe that now. Now, if you asked me that ten years ago, you'd get a different answer from me. Yeah. But I, you know, I think that's where you start evolving when you love yourself more, when yeah. you are, are more empowered, and when you want the best for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that you know another big piece is is compassion, self compassion, yes. and compassion for others. So. Um, I would even go a step further. Now, this is me if I'm being my best self. Believe me, I have some bad moments and bad days. So this is when I'm, I, I'm really connecting all of the dots. What I would think, it, what I would want to think if I'm being my, my best self and not getting too, um, you know, not getting too much in the swirl of that, the snow in the snow globe is I would say maybe something came up for them. You know, maybe there's a reason. I don't know. I can't get inside someone else's inner world or the, especially when we're thinking about it's a situation where it's someone new. We don't know what their struggles are. We know what our struggles are. And oftentimes I think we're so wrapped up in our struggle that we don't think, oh, yeah, other people, even though it may look like they totally have it together, are also have their own struggles, have their own past experiences that are driving certain behaviors, right? Yeah. You know, we've all had those dates where, oh, my God, that was so fabulous. Like, click, 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 everything went great. Wait, why aren't I hearing from him? That's mm-hmm. so weird. Like, it mm-hmm. couldn't just be that that was my experience. But maybe there's something about that interaction, about feeling like you could be 
exposing yourself, making yourself vulnerable that you could open your heart up that makes you want to close it because you can't imagine experiencing the profound pain that you'd experienced at some other point in your life. And right, or turning that around to you also can't imagine feeling profound joy. So you get a little stuck. All right, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we are talking to relationship expert Michelle Skane, and she's going to tell us the six communication skills that will enable your relationships to thrive. My guest is Michelle Skane, and her book is Love Me, Don't Leave Me, Overcoming Fear and Abandonment and Building Lasting, Loving Relationships. Michelle Skeen is a therapist who works and lives in San Francisco. Stay tuned, folks. You're listening to Patricia Raskin, Positive Living, right here on Voice America, America's Voice, and we will be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Do the adventures of Indiana Jones leave you curious about this exotic and unusual profession? If so, don't miss Indiana Jones, Myth, Reality, and 21st Century Archaeology with Dr. Joseph Schuldenrein. You'll learn about forensics, ancient civilizations, and human origins. Listen to Dr. Schuldenrein and colleagues discuss their excavations and related archaeological topics, ranging from the unique to the sublime, and yes, even the mundane. Indiana Jones, Myth, Reality, and 21st Century Archaeology, live Wednesday, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific Time, on Voice America Variety. If you are a dreamer aspiring to realize your dreams, join host Michael Friedlander for Dreamers, Winners, and Making a Difference. For Michael, to be a winner doesn't mean you must have finished first or must have great wealth, fame, and lots of toys. Instead, it means you must have realized your dreams without cheating or acting unethically. It means you must have made a difference for the better in the lives of those you've touched. Tune in to Dreamers, Winners, and Making a Difference, live every Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Patricia Raskin's Positive Living. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to Patricia Raskin's Positive Living. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Welcome back to the second half of the first half of our hour right here on voiceamerica.com. I'm Patricia Raskin. My guest on the phone is Michelle Skeen. She has a doctorate in psychology, and she's a therapist who lives and works in San Francisco. She has provided brief and long-term therapy for individuals and couples addressing interpersonal issues, weight management, anger, depression, anxiety, disabilities, and trauma. She also hosts a weekly radio show called Relationships 2.0 with Dr. Michelle Skeen on KCAA-AM. And to learn more, go to MichelleSkeen.com, M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-S-K-E-E-N 
www.thelightsisters.com. Okay, welcome back, Michelle. Thank you. Yes, and her book, her brand new book, is Love Me, Don't Leave Me, Overcoming Fear of Abandonment and Building Lasting, Loving Relationships. So tell us about the six communication skills that will enable your relationships to thrive. Well, one thing that we know happens when we get triggered by someone or a situation that um, creates negative thoughts or emotions is that we stop really paying attention to what the other person is saying. And I think we've all gotten kind of bad about this anyway, right? Um, There are so many distractions. Um, But it's really important that we do pay attention to what the other person is saying so that we can stay in the moment and be really clear on what and and that we're responding and not reacting. Um, so um, one of the things I do in the chapter on communication skills is discuss some of the blocks that get in the way of listening um, clearly to the other person. Because when we do get triggered, we know that we might experience what the person is saying as some critical remark like our mom used to say to us, right? And suddenly we're back in that place and we're not paying attention to what's happening in the moment. So some of the, are you interested in some of the blocks or no? Well, absolutely. I just want, I really want the listeners to know what are some of these great communication skills that will help their relationships. Right. So, one of the things that you want to make sure you're doing is listening actively. And I think everyone's probably heard about active listening. And um, it's so that you're, you're confirming what you think you heard the other person say. So um, one of the steps for active listening is that, I mean, the first step is that just to be clear, you want to paraphrase what they said. And this is for a particularly, you know, a conversation that might have a lot of um, emotion involved in it or might be a more sensitive topic so that you can, it could be about the relationship itself. So you want to make sure that you're really understanding what the other person is saying and that you're not spending your time predicting the outcome. Because if your experience is that you've been abandoned or that you've experienced some kind of abuse, um, then you are going to immediately start predicting the outcome so you can begin to protect yourself. So you want to make sure that you're not getting caught up in false assumptions and cognitive distortions. So the paraphrasing helps eliminate that. And then clarifying is another step in active listening. And that's where you're asking questions to make sure that you're clear on what they're saying. Um, So it's an extension of paraphrasing and an elaboration on that. And then the final step is to give feedback in a non-judgmental way. And this is helpful to the other person because they can understand how what they communicated to you is affecting you. And it also develops um, 
safety in communication, and I think that um, in order to build relationships and get closer to people, you have to communicate in a way that makes both of you feel safe. And so that's really, um, so active listening is really important. Um, Another important communication skill is need expression. And this can be very difficult for people, particularly if their experience is that their needs went unmet. Um, They may feel like they're not worthy of having their needs met. They may have just gotten used to not getting them met when they asked for them, so they stop asking. Then another issue that comes up a lot um, that tends to be the most common one that that I um, hear from clients is that because they've gone so long without their needs being met that they tend to the pendulum swings in the other direction and they're, they're asking a lot. They can oftentimes become demanding um, because there's such a deficit in um, met needs that they're looking to this one person to take care of all of those needs yeah. that went unmet. So, so do you think some of this, Michelle, is about learning how to meet your own needs? And caring to yourself and being kind and loving to yourself so that even though you want to meet someone, you still know that you're okay because you're you're building happiness within yourself. Isn't is that important? Oh, I I mean you hit the nail on the head. That's so important. It's so important and it's so important not to look to another person outside of yourself to be the one who is bringing you your happiness, who is meeting your needs. Get in touch with what you can do for yourself. Get to know yourself. That's, that's one of the beautiful pieces of this self-awareness and self-discovery is that it, if you can approach it with some self-compassion, you can end up having this really lovely, loving relationship with yourself. And that's the most important relationship for you to have. Because mm-hmm. when you have that, then you're so, in such a better place to have a relationship with someone else, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. I think it's absolutely critical. Yeah. Because then you're not you're not going you're not meeting somebody so they can make you whole or fix yeah. you or make you a better person. You're going yeah. because yeah. they're going to add to your life and you're you're going to create a third entity. You'll have your entity, his entity, and a third entity. Yeah. So I think, I think that I mean, I love a good rom com and you know, they're great escape and they're you know, and they always have happy endings, but I think that they have, unfortunately, I think particularly for women, just set expectations really high and um, that, you know, we're going to feel complete with a man that he's going to, that the perfect man 
our perfect match is going to be able to read our minds and know what we want, anticipate our every need and desire and meet it with a big smile and looking absolutely gorgeous. And it just doesn't have, that's, that's not the way it happens. Well, it's, it's unrealistic, too. You know, one of the things, we've got just a couple minutes left, but one of the yeah. things I'd like you to talk about that's in your book that I think is really important is you say that it's a mistake to ignore negative thoughts. How do we handle, Michelle, those negative thoughts? Like, for example, things that you said today. Is he going to call me? Oh, he won't. Right. I'm not good enough. I mean, how do you how do you control those? Yeah. Well, the key, I mean... Everyone's going to maybe remember, um, you know, previously that there were these, um, you know, techniques like thought stopping or replace a positive thought with your negative thought. But we know none of that works. You can't stop your negative thoughts. So it's better to just accept them in the same way you would accept positive thoughts. And one of the images, my, there are two favorite images I have. One is the news crawl on the bottom of the TV screen. Yeah. If you can imagine all of your thoughts just going by like that, the negative, the positive, and that you're just looking at them. You're not getting stuck on any of them, not even the positive thoughts. You're just observing. You're a curious observer. Okay, I get it. Now I'm thinking... He's not calling me because he didn't like the way I drank out of my glass. You know, all of this crazy stuff that goes through our minds. You just observe it and let it go. It just is. It's always going to be there. The other image that I love is that you're the sky and that these negative thoughts and painful emotions, well, all thoughts and all emotions, again, whether they're happy or sad, are just passing through you. You know, so you have sun, and then you're partly cloudy, and then you have a big storm, and then you have lightning. It all passes. It all passes. You don't attach. You don't attach to it. You don't attach to it. You observe it with curiosity, and you don't attach. You don't attach to that. That is stuff that's always going to go through our minds. Our minds are really active, and... So you don't attach to any of it. You don't attach to the positive, and you don't attach to the negative, but you accept it. Right. All right. I want. We have a, about a minute left, so here's my question. What would you like to leave our listeners with? And that means, what's your message? If people get one thing out of this wonderful book and interview, Love Me, Don't Leave Me, Overcoming Fear of Abandonment and Building Lasting Loving Relationships, what would you like them to get? I just want to say that there's every reason to be hopeful that you can make positive changes in your life, feel better about yourself, and feel better about your relationships, and that everyone deserves to have healthy, lasting, loving relationships. Thanks so much for being on the program, Michelle. How can people find you again? MichelleSkeen.com? Perfect. That's it. M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E. S-K-E-E-N dot com. Again, the book is Love Me, Don't Leave Me, Overcoming Fear of Abandonment and Building Lasting Loving Relationships. Stay on the line for a minute. All right, folks, we'll be right back uh, with our second guest right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. I'm Patricia Raskin. Don't go anywhere. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of Patricia Raskin's Positive Living. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. 
Have an outstanding week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 